Hello, everybody. I'm Dr. Connor Hogan, PhD. You're welcome to The Doc Connor Show. Today, we are speaking about how to win at sports. Or just five ways to, well, really win at sport. If you play sport, you know what I mean. Do you really want to lose? Is losing an option? Is enjoyment just all you want? Hmm. Well, that's fine if you do, because there's no doubt sport and competing just in itself is wonderful. But if you want to win at sport, you need to follow these five ways. The first one is just chill out and rest, close your eyes or open them. Be open to the fact that you need rest. You need rest and rest needs you. Resting is a ritual because it's really important to get tons of rest. Now, when I speak about rest, do I speak just entirely about sleep? No, not necessarily. However, that is hugely important within the whole pattern of, you know what, rest. Because when there's a big competition approaching, you need to reserve your energies. You need to just rein in what exactly you've been spending out in the previous few weeks or months. You need to know exactly what it is you can do for yourself when that big performance comes. You see, when the big match or game day comes, you need to be prepared. Being prepared, of course, comes partially through rest, and rest is ritual. You see, resting between sessions of training, it aids your physical muscles. It allows them to recover. So rather than go bang into what makes us excessively big, strong, fast, or something like that. We need to look at how we can actually downpower, how we can play down all of the big things that we've done. Because if you're a competitor, if you are a person who wants to win, you're naturally going to take some action. However, you need to start with the routine of getting into the ritual of rest. Your body needs rest. It needs to refuel. And in order to refuel, it needs to be at a certain level of complete and utter rest. This must be, must be part of your team routine. Don't be fooled if you're thinking that, like, just, say, spending a day and uh, training on its own is going to help you. It's not. You need to have optimum levels of rest. Now, for an elite athlete, there's different things that you need to consider in order for rest to give you success. For example, you need to wonder to yourself, what is your focus really like? Now, let's look at focus and fatigue. If it is that your fatigue is not exactly up to scratch, well, how do you know? You know through routine. How are you feeling today with regard to your focus? Not just when you're training or practicing, but actually when you're, you know, just going through mundane things. So it doesn't even have to be your work. If you're an amateur athlete, if you're a person that's just playing sport in the evenings or something, what is going on from 8 a.m. in the morning? What is going on from when you actually get out of bed 
when you try to concentrate on something? What is going on when you actually are wondering about something during the day? Is your brain clued in? Is it clued into the moment? Do you find ordinary menial tasks to be taxing on a regular basis? Do you find that just having to think about getting your stuff ready, getting your gear ready for sport in the evening is going to be uh, just a little bit too much for you? Thinking about organizing your boots or your footwear, thinking about organizing your shorts or your pleats, thinking about organizing your kit, if you're thinking about this, then you're probably saying to yourself, I am either not organized or I, it's just fatigue that's playing a part. Reaction times are huge as well for athletes. If you are someone who's you know, a field athlete, well then getting out of the blocks straight off the bat is going to be hugely important because you don't want to be in the trailing pack straight away from when you get out of the blocks. I mean, you want to be first, so you need to be up near the top. Of course, if it's a long distance race, it might be a different way altogether with tactics. Still and all though, you need to jockey for position from the first few meters or yards. So reaction times with regard to sport. If there's a ball involved, you need to be really, really fast. Again, going back to the first point about the fatigue, you need to be able to hydrate that's one, we'll get to that a little bit later, but also rest and have that ritual of rest in order to have good reaction times. Your motor function is hugely important too. And there are other things, but of course, if we're talking about a ball, motor functions, some have better natural abilities than others to have faster motor functions or more coordinated ones. But also you can practice and we'll get to that a little bit later. Focus, as I said, is all about knowing, but also maintaining this, not just today, but in over the weeks and months of when you train and when you're actually going to get there and where you're getting there. That focus leads in though to motivation. Are you motivated? I mean, how can you sustain a performance? How can any group of players in a team, for example, sustain a performance? Are you going to be shown up as an athlete or as a player who's not actually motivated that is going to be really deteriorating towards your team but if you're an individual athlete if you're a person who's not quite there yet but actually finds themselves unmotivated just during one mere performance well then that's going to kick you where the sun don't shine i'm afraid because you'll come last or you certainly will not fulfill your great potential is your performance going back to the field athleticism or the ball sports is your performance within sprinting using that motor skill of moving from a to b is it at its maximum have you trained have you rested in order for that spin sprinting ability to really kick on to come to the fore for you there's different things like learning and memory involved in this as well. If you rest it in time, you'll be able for that learning and memory to kick in and for your feet to just literally go one after the other in the optimum flow of running and sprinting and getting there. There's other reasons too behind all of this for this rest and it's about naturally enough our hydration 
our sleep, our nutrition. We'll get to that now in a second. But we need to consider this rest regulation first because often we're too active as athletes, as players. We're often too ready to just get up and go. And it's where we need to just slow down the actual effort performances in order for us to kick on and get the maximum out of what it is we want on the day of performance. I mean, at the end of it all, it's about the performance. It's not about the training schedule. It's about getting out there and winning. This is what we're trying to do here, to turn playing, to turn ability into winning. And that turns us to physical preparation. Now, if you're a sportsman or a sportswoman, you always want to get better. There's fun in competing, yes. There's glory in winning. But even the competing, it means that you yourself can get better. If you can get better, well then, why not try? When you have the correct physical preparation, you need to learn about being better under the toughest of constraints. You need to discipline yourself. You need to get out there and train and train hard. In team sports, the boundaries for physical part preparation really are just easily defined. I mean, you need to have your skills thought. You need to have game planning. These are physical attributes. These come from coaches, mentors, managers, and so on. But you can break that down within your own life as well. You can start looking at how do I accelerate? Am I fast enough over a certain length? Not just the acceleration. Is my endurance up to scratch? Am I physically prepared? Do or perhaps do I have a GPS when I'm training? Will the GPS help me in the long run? All these type of physical preparation tactics are needed within ourselves. Then there's the technique of the actual sports. And these methods are really important for us to understand so that we can actually look at exactly how we're physically moving to produce the most optimum and efficient movement so that we can calculate throughout our performance when under pressure that we are actually moving and using our physical preparedness to actually benefit us in the long run. So all that physical preparation, it's not just cardiovascular training. It's depending on motor skills more deeply. Nutrition is a third way, another great way. Now, rest is really important, but nutrition and diet are hugely important too. I said hydration. Let's touch on that for a second. Hydration is so, so important. How is hydration got? Of course, through water. But it's also through water-based foods that we can get hydration. We can also avoid being dehydrated by actually avoiding being too long in a heated area prior to performance. I mean, sometimes when jockeys that are horse racing are preparing, they need to go to a sauna, as do boxers if they're performing in a one-to-one -one boxing game or match. So in order to make the weight, these guys need to shed the weight first, perhaps the last couple of kilos, pounds or ounces, just prior to the weigh-in. So that too dehydrates our body. So heat is a thing we have to be really careful of. And also water and drinking the correct water, the proper water. There are so many different, well, basically ingredients, believe it or not, in waters out there. So we have to be so, so careful about how we prepare for that. So hydration is just one slice, but an important part of the whole 
nutrition vibe. Then we need our proteins. Our proteins are going to prepare our muscles. They're going to give us strength within the performance itself. They're going to actually allow us to repair our muscles and then we are able to get to our optimum performance once again after the event so that we can recover and recuperate. We need fats, believe it or not. People think we don't need fats, but there are good fats and bad fats. Too much for this video, essentially, but just remember, you do need your fats too. Carbohydrates are the fuel, like petrol or diesel in a car, they're the fuel of what we need. So we need that fuel in order to get from A to B, to be able to sustain, to endure, to sprint, to move. Carbohydrates can be found in many things, but pastas are one typical example. Potatoes are another typical, and sometimes in rice also. We need to make sure though, that everything combined gives us good hydration, good nutrition, and that overall with the rest combined will give us the ability to maximize our physical performance. You need to practice the sport. Oh my gosh, is that wonderful or what? Yes, but believe it or not, there's declining amounts of people practicing in every sport in the world. You need to be good at your sport and realize your sport is good for your health as well as your performance. Whether you're an elite athlete or sports person, whether you are just getting into it as a hobby or if you're competing with a team, you need to actually practice. The fundamentals that I've just mentioned are rest. The fundamentals that I've just mentioned are physical preparedness. The fundamentals are eating well and intaking and hydrating. But these should be the fundamentals for our life also. So once we have that down and we have that in our habit, we need to realize that doing sport is actually good for our health. So we need to practice it. Now, which and what sport that is, that's entirely well, up to you. But remember too, lastly, that if you improve in the support, you're improving your health. So it's a long-term interest that you have and that one long-term interest you have for sure is not just your sport. It's not just, well, the title of this video, winning, but it's you. And if you can get to that point where you are continually improving and you are doing all the things I've mentioned, then you are going to be top of the tree. Until next time, thank you very much for subscribing. If you haven't already, please do. Thanks for watching and have a wonderful day.